Welcome, Raptors enthusiasts. This is the Raptors Abroad Podcast. Represent my people. This is your boy, Sam. This is the Raptors Abroad Podcast, the podcast where I break down every single Toronto Raptors basketball game, normally the day after they're played. However, this is one of those exceptions. Because your boy is abroad, sometimes I'm traveling. It's really hard for me to catch these games right on time. But, as I've said before, I am a ninja at avoiding the score, which I was able to do, and I just sat down and checked out this game. I want to give a special shout-out to my brother-in-law back in Canada that did not tweet me the score. No spoilers, good man. So why did it take me so long to catch this game? Well, I was in Birmingham, which is a couple of hours north and west of London, because my dog was competing in the National Head Show, Super Dogs Live Final. Happy to say he got down to the final two, not so happy to say he did not exactly perform up to his ability, and so he wound up finishing in second, but we'll take second, and I can't put it all on him. Most of it's on your boy Sam. His trainer didn't have the tasty treat in the right spot. Couldn't quite dial in, but hey, my boy Snoop did a great job, so shout out to Snoop Dogg. But that's why it took me two days to check out this basketball game. And it's a big one, folks. Game 7. The Toronto Raptors taking on the Miami Heat. Raptors coming off of their first loss of the season. We started out 5-0. and Went to Orlando, and the Magic took care of business against your T-Raps. Gave us a loss, dropped us down to 5-1. We should have been 6-0. Really could have had that ball game. If you want to know what happened, check out the last podcast. So staying in Florida, we're in Miami. Place I'm headed to in about three weeks. And of course, with the Heat, you get former Toronto Raptor Chris Bosch. Always interesting. Happy to say he's healthy and back. He had some... Blood clot issues, I believe, last season. A bit scary, so as much as I, I like to rib Chris Bosch, of course, don't want to see anything like that happen to him. I want to see him on the court so the T-Raps can get a little payback for him leaving us. That's a little misleading, too, because if you listen to the podcast for the last couple of years, you would know that I don't really blame Chris for leaving. It was a great situation for him over in Miami. He didn't even know LeBron was coming. Who wouldn't want to play with D-Wade in Miami? I get it. Although he did give up an entire nation. You had all of Canada on your back, homie. We were with you. So your T-Raps sporting those sweet new black jerseys. Love them. Looking dope. The Heat rocking some military-style uniforms supporting the troops. And you know what? They look pretty sweet as well. Not mad at those uniforms at all. Pretty stylish. A notable change in the Raptors starting lineup. Damari Carroll sitting out with plantar fasciitis. This is the first I've heard of this. On ESPN, they called it a sore heel, but during the broadcast, it said plantar fasciitis. And man, that can be a real iffy problem. Seen that injury take people out for almost career-ending injuries sometimes if it's a really bad one. Some of you old, older school guys will, will remember a Minnesota Timberwolf player named Wally Zerbiak. Dude could play. And that totally rocked his career. I think he had to sit an entire season. He just wasn't the same. I'm sure there's better examples, but Wally could ball. 
All right? Don't get it twisted. So in his place, James Johnson getting the start. You would think it might be too bad, but no. Coach Casey giving JJ the nod. And I like it. Let's see what he what he has. I personally am one of those James Johnson fans. I feel like physically, he's just got way too much talent to leave him on the bench. All his problems come from poor decision making. And I think a lot of that is just lack of experience, lack of time on the floor. So happy for James to be getting into that starting lineup. And that is your pregame setup. Let's get into it. First quarter. First Raptor possession, it's a pretty one. Kyle Lowry blowing by Goran Dragic on the right side, then uses the high glass for the layup to start the Raptor scoring. Next Raptor possession, he sets up Louis Scola in transition. Scola nails an eight-foot banker. And then Jonas Valanciunas on the next Raptor possession with an offensive rebound and putback. Raptors out to a quick 6-0 start. One and a half minutes in, D. Wade gets Miami on the board. He hits a pull-up. But Luis Scola answers that with a right corner three ball. Dude's been shooting that three all right this year. However, CB4, and I know that's not his number anymore, but I'm going to call Chris Bosch CB4. I feel like I feel like if you're a person that has his own Raptors podcast, I get to call Chris Bosch CB4. So CB4, dude can ball. Say what you want about him. He gets himself onto the score sheet with a beautiful baseline drive and big two-handed dunk. DeMar comes back, tries to answer with a dunk of his own, but Hassan Whiteside, y'all know about Whiteside by now, right? The big B center that came out of nowhere last season, impressing a whole bunch of people. He steps up and erases that DeMar DeRozan dunk attempt. Nice block. Kind of caught him on the way up. So not quite at the apex, but Whiteside caused all kind of problems in this game for pretty much everybody. But the Raptors have their own young big man. We got Jonas Valanciunas. So JV, yeah, he stepped up to the challenge. Whiteside wanted to ball, so JV said, all right, let's ball. 7.33 mark. Hits a short jumper. Hassan Whiteside all over him. About 50 seconds later, Whiteside comes back, gets a nice feed from D-Wade inside, hits the layup, plus the foul. Then Justice Winslow, who, by the way, easily the best name to come into the league this year. Love it. Justice with an S. Winslow gets an offensive rebound over to Whiteside, and Whiteside spins and lays it in. Ball game all tied up at 11. Raptors call timeout. Coach Casey draws up a beautiful play. Work it around the perimeter, and Tupat swings it down to James Johnson, who was the inbounder. And as soon as he inbounded that ball, he cut back door, and he was wide open underneath for the big two-handed dunk. Four minutes and ten seconds to go in the quarter. Goran Dragic on the drive, throws it away. Raptors with a four-on-one break. And guess who runs the floor and finishes? Jonas Valanciunas. That's right, your center hustling and James Johnson drops it off to him and he goes in and finishes with the layup and he wasn't done next play DeMar DeRozan works the pick and roll with JV to perfection hits him with a nice bounce pass and Jonas goes up with the big two-handed throwdown and DeMar tired of distributing he wants to get in on the scoring act gorgeous play here he's got the rookie Justice Winslow on him just blows by him Leaves him in his wake, goes baseline, 
elevates from up underneath the basket, finishes on the other side of the rim with the monster dunk. And it's one of those Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan-style dunks where you don't hit the rim. Just throw it back at the rim. Love when DeMar shows off that freakish athleticism. And that gave the Raptors a five-point lead, 20-15. 2-13 mark, James Johnson. Earning those minutes, gorgeous catch in traffic. Wasn't really a great pass from Tupat, but JJ able to snare it and then just elevate and lay it in. 30 seconds to go, though. There's another Johnson on the court, Tyler Johnson. I believe he's a second-year guard. He had some good moments in this ballgame. He drains a three ball. On this moment, ties up the game. However, DeMar DeRozan, able to get back with a few seconds to go, drives down the left side, throws it off the glass and in. And the Raptors up two after one, 24-22. Second quarter. 11.09 mark. Tupac playing excellent D. He's got Josh McRoberts trying to make a move, and Tupac just bottles him up. McRoberts with the turnover. Raptors push it. Kyle Lowry sets up Bismack Biombo underneath. He elevates through some contact like it's nothing and throws down the big two-hander. Biombo's got some strength, folks. And get this. Goes to the free throw line. Nothing but net. Bihambo completes the three-point play. There's very few things in a Raptor game that makes me happier than seeing Bismack Biombo make free throws. So satisfying. Raptors up 5, 27-22. The struggles continue for Josh McRoberts in a big way. Check out this possession. 10-22 mark. He's in the left corner. He's got to look at a three ball. But T. Ross flies in and blocks him shooting the three. Fortunate for McRoberts, or I guess unfortunate in this case, it goes right back to him. So he takes it to the hole. He's got a little bit of space, and Kyle Lowry gets there, climbs the ladder, and blocks him. Heat maintained possession, though. Get it back to McRoberts, but because of the two blocks, shot clock is down to nothing. He tries to take it to the hole again, gets bottled up, not able to get off a shot in time. Shot clock violation. That is a painful possession for Josh McRoberts. And I'm a fan of the guy. I'm not trying to bust on him. I actually really like him. I think he's an excellent player. One of those dudes with sneaky athleticism and a fantastic basketball IQ. Just some tough luck on that one. But it wasn't all bad for the Heat. They fought back, thought themselves a few points, and then at the 8.36 mark, probably the least respected two-time champion starting point guard, Mario Chalmers. I don't know why the guy gets no love. I, th I think he's an excellent player. Hit a clutch shot in college. Clearly did, did the job to win a couple of rings for the Heat a couple of seasons ago. And he makes a nice play here. He gets inside and scores. And that gives the Miami Heat their first lead of the ballgame. Tyler Johnson then continues his good play. He hustles, gets an offensive rebound, and feeds Chris Bosch for the three ball. Bosch can get hot from deep. We've seen it. The Heat now have a four-point lead, 33-29. 725 mark Kyle Lowry gets three of those points back. He answers the Bosch three with a three of his own from the right corner. Raptors within one. But Tyler Johnson had the answer. He dials it up from deep for the second time in the ballgame. And he wasn't done. Next heat possession. Able to rise up. It was kind of a 50-50 ball, him and Kyle Lowry on an alley-oop pass. And he's able to get up there and tap it in. 14-3 run by the Miami Heat, and they're up 6, 38-32. Don't panic, folks. Don't panic. The Raptors surely did not. They respond. 
Corey Joseph comes back, hits kind of a tough jumper. Jonas Valanciunas gets a layup. Then he does it on the defensive end, comes up with a steal. And then JV with a beautiful play here. I'm going to have to break this one down for you. Gets the pass about 18 feet away on the right elbow. Goes to the pump fake. We've seen him do that many times. Gets a little bit of a bite on it. Puts it to the floor. We've seen him do that many times before. But what's different is instead of going all the way to the rim, JV stops on a dime about three feet away and just goes to the baby hook under perfect control. I don't know if it's just this matchup with Whiteside, but JV certainly looked like he was taking it to another level in this first half. And that tied up your ball game, folks. 6-0 run by the Raptors. It's 38 apiece. Four-minute mark, James Johnson matched up with Tyler Johnson. And I was giving Tyler Johnson props, but due to 6-3, James Johnson's like 6-8, 6-9. He was just screaming for the ball when he saw the matchup. As soon as he touched it, caught it on the low left block, and just spun, went baseline, and went up with the monster two-handed dunk. And that's some of that athleticism I'm talking about with James Johnson. I mean, you get a guy like Tyler Johnson, I mean, in any other place, aside from an NBA court, he's a huge person. He's 6'3", he's muscular, but James Johnson just made him look like a little dude, like a kid. Just spun and threw it down. Mm. 322 mark, Jonas Valanciunas and DeMar DeRozan again working the pick and roll to perfection. And this time, instead of rolling to the rim, Jonas stops about 10 feet out, hits himself a little set shot. Adding tools, folks. Adding tools. However, Hassan Whiteside comes right back. He hits the five-foot hook shot. Yeah, that big man battle is still going on. 250 mark DeMar DeRozan on the drive, dishes it to Jonas Valanciunas, and Jonas falling away on the left baseline with the four-foot set shot. Whiteside trying to answer, forcing the issue, and Jonas playing excellent defense, keeps his arms straight up, moves his feet back, Whiteside comes up short, Raptors have a two-point lead, 44-42. 145 mark, DeMar DeRozan, another sick pass on the drive. Looked like he was caught up underneath, but the dude is just so athletic, hangs in the air under the basket, sees Kyle Lowry setting up from straight away, hits him with a beautiful pass, and Lowry knew exactly what to do with that. Nails the three ball, T-Raps up five, 47-42, it's a 9-2 run. And the Raptors have a few chances to add on to it, but for some reason, I don't know what happened, Kyle and DeMar just fell apart there. They combined for three turnovers on the next three trips down the floor. Luckily though, the Heat only scored two points out of those three turnovers, so your Raptors maintain a three-point lead, 47-44. Jonas Valanciunas, 16 points in the game on 8 of 11 shooting. JV, that's what I'm talking about, folks. Accepting that challenge from Hassan Whiteside and taking it to him, having his biggest first half of the season, possibly of his career. I don't remember JV dropping it like that in the first half. And you know what? The eight makes is nice, but I'm just happy he took 11 shots. I would love to see what happens if Jonas takes 20-plus shots in a game one time. Just love to see what happens. Big water. Chris Bosh comes out shooting nicely, knocks down a pair of jumpers, but the Raptors' new leader, DeMar DeRozan, matches the Raptors' old leader, comes out and knocks down a pair of mid-range jumpers of his own, maintains a three-point lead. James Johnson, though, 
Starting to struggle a little bit. Having a little bit of difficulty on offense. First, he turns the ball over on the drive. Hassan Whiteside on the other end gets fouled, splits a pair of free throws. The very next play, James Johnson on the drive, and Whiteside erases that huge block, then comes back the other way and cleans up a D-Wade miss with a monster put-back dunk. Ball game is all tied up again at 51, eight minutes to go in the third. DeMar DeRozan comes right back, though, knocks down his third shot in a row from mid-range. But Goran Dragic has been quiet in this ballgame. He's basically shut down in that first half. Well, he's got a response, comes in with a reverse layup. He's going to be tough to keep down for 48 minutes. Hassan Whiteside continuing to protect the rim to perfection. Seven-minute mark, James Johnson again on the drive, goes to the reverse layup. Whiteside erases that, and Dragic, feeling it after that reverse layup, takes it down the court, splits a pair of Raptors defenders. Looks like he's got an open lane to the basket, but even more open is Dwayne Wade, camped out in the right corner. And he rises up, buries the three ball. Not only did that give the Heat a three-point lead, but that also put D. Wade ahead of Scottie Pippen on the all-time scoring list. Shout out to Scottie. All right, back to Whiteside. I mean, it was impossible to avoid him in this ballgame. 6-11 mark. Tupat tries his luck on the drive, and Whiteside picks up his sixth block of the game. Six. Dwayne Wade comes back the other way, gets fouled, hits a pair of free throws. That's a 10-2 run, folks, for the Miami Heat on the back of Hassan Whiteside's excellent defense. And they've got a five-point lead, 58-53. And it's not just defense. Whiteside can do it on both ends. 438 mark, tipped in a Dwayne Wade miss. And then steps outside, buries one with JV in his face from 18 feet. Just dominating the quarter. The Heat now up 9, 64-55, outscoring the Raptors 20-8. Wish I had better news, folks, but it doesn't get any better. The Heat add a Goran Dragic score and another Chris Bosh three ball. And suddenly the lead has ballooned to 14-71-57. Little bright spot for you. Raptors fight back. Bismack Biombo gets it started. He gets an offensive rebound, gets fouled. And you know what he does, folks? He goes to the line, knocks him down. Two free throws. That a boy Bismack. Ah, makes me feel so good to the defensive end. Lowry comes up with a steal, goes all the way in for the fast break layup. And believe it or not, that was the Raptors' first field goal in seven and a half minutes. Seven and a half minutes without seeing the ball go through the basket from the field. It's gonna lose you a lot of ball games having numbers like that. You know what else is gonna lose you ball games? Fouling Mario Chalmers shooting a three with 3.7 seconds left in the third. That's exactly what Corey Joseph did. And Chalmers steps up to the line, nails all three. But impressive player, 3.7 seconds to go. Kyle Lowry takes the inbounds, and he's able to get all the way to the other end and gets fouled by Tyler Johnson on the shot. So he gets two of those points back with a pair of free throws, but the Raptors down 11. 74-63, the damage is done. A 30-16 quarter for the Heat. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter starts out nice. Starts out really nice. DeMar DeRozan, pair of free throws. Bismack Biombo, little rim protection. 
rejects Justice Winslow on the drive. Corey Joseph the other way hits a floater in transition. Raptor cut that deficit down to seven. But Winslow gets it back on the very next play. Gets all the way to the rim, hits a reverse layup. Heat lead is nine, 76-67. And that, my friends, is when the Raptors absolutely blew this ball game. They have three straight turnovers. That leads to two dunks by the Heat and a wide open layup. American Airlines Arena explodes. It's an 8-0 run by the Heat. They're now up 15, 82-67. And it just gets worse. 8.55 mark, Mario Chalmers blocks Bismack Biombo taking a jumper from behind. Credit to Biombo though, he got back and took it away from Chalmers on the defensive end. So no harm, no foul there. But DeMar DeRozan comes back the other way. Now I mentioned there was three turnovers in a row, I believe two of those were DeMar's. And he comes up with his third turnover. Heat go the other way, they get the fast break dunk. Justice Winslow, the recipient. And in fact, it was Winslow that who was getting absolutely owned by DeMar in the first half. Made some adjustments. I don't know what he figured out, but DeMar could not do a thing against him in that third and especially this fourth quarter. Winslow has just had his hands all over the ball and DeMar getting ripped off the dribble. So now it's a 10-0 run for the Heat. And not just steals. Seven-minute mark, Winslow draws an offensive foul on DeMar. So DeMar is completely frustrated. And what could be the worst possible thing to happen right now, Raptor fans? I mean, what do you exactly not want to have happen right now when the Raptors have lost the momentum, DeMar DeRozan is getting owned by a rookie, looks like we're going to lose this ball game? Well, th this is a Raptor nightmare right here. Chris Bosh steps up, buries back-to-back -back three balls. That gave the Heat a 22-point lead. Miami crowd going crazy. Chris Bosh throwing his arms around, pumping everyone up. It's an 18-3 run by the Heat. Absolutely demoralizing. And we're not done. We're not done. Four-minute mark, DeMar DeRozan, his fifth turnover of the quarter. And get this. This will show you how off the Heat had us. DeMar DeRozan, on a baseline drive, was able to throw it for a half-court violation. That's a difficult turnover. It was all going wrong for DeMar and the Raptors. Even worse, Chris Bosh was the only Heat starter to play in the fourth. That hurts. You know, that hurts. It was the bench doing this to us. And I could have got into it a lot more. I mean, Josh McRoberts had a great dunk on the fast break. I mean, if I was a Heat fan, this would be a two-hour-long podcast. I'd be going nuts about what a great third and fourth quarter that was. So the Raptors go on to lose this one, obviously. 96-76. Ah, just shocked and dismayed at that loss. I can take a loss. I can take a loss, but not a rout, and not to Chris Bosh. I mean, they don't even have LeBron anymore. It's not fair. Just don't need that in my life. Let's hit the box score. Gonna start with the winners. We'll go with the Heat. MVP of this ball game. It's not Chris Bosh. And Chris Bosh was 8 of 14 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. He also had 8 rebounds. Got a steal and an assist as well. 23 points for him. But the big man of this ball game was the man in the middle, Hassan Whiteside. Listen to this line. 20 points, 11 rebounds, 6 blocks, 8 of 15 shooting. Wow. 
And one thing that really stands out is the Miami Heat benches plus minus, all in the double digits in the positive. McRoberts plus 19, Justice Winslow plus 20, Tyler Johnson plus 14, Mario Chalmers plus 20. And in fact, as a team, the Heat got us in every single category. This ball game wasn't close on paper or in actuality. So let's get on to the Raptor box score. Let's see what happened here. Well, pretty glaring from a team perspective. They shoot 28 of 71. 39.4%. Breaking 40 has been rough for this squad so far. Where did they miss all the shots? Well, from the three-point line. 15.8%. 3 of 19 from deep for the T-Raps. Individual efforts, nothing to speak about. Really no game ball. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas, I guess. But remember, he was 8 of 11 in the first half? Well, he was 8 of 12 in the second half. What happened there? What happened there? One shot attempt. Am I missing something? And meanwhile, you've got DeMar DeRozan, 5 of 14, and Kyle Lowry at 4 of 16. I guess Lowry had 8 dimes. It's nice from your point guard, but he was minus 16 on the floor. Got nothing out of T. Ross in 20 minutes. 0 of 4. 0 points. Minus 15. Your Toronto Raptors. Let's just go over the scoring by quarter here. This will show you what really happened here. They win the first quarter 24-22. They win the second quarter 23-22. Alright, pretty good. But then they lose the third quarter 30-16. Okay, that hurts. That hurts. Bit of an aberration. But then the fourth quarter, 22 for the Miami Heat, just 13 for your Toronto Raptors. So the Raptors drop 29 points in the second half. Just 29 points. Yeah, that'll lose a ball game 99% of the time. So with that loss, your T-Raps drop to third place in the Eastern Conference, a tie with the Detroit Pistons. Cleveland Cavaliers now on top. Atlanta Hawks in second. And the Hawks, they would be on top, but they lost an unbelievable game last night to Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins, the hero in that one, after the Minnesota Timberwolves blew a 34-point lead in the third. They had a 34-point lead. Atlanta came all the way back to take the lead. And it was a crazy exchange in the fourth quarter between Paul Millsap and Andrew Wiggins. But Wiggins just came up with play after play down the stretch. And Minnesota was actually able to pull away and win this one by 10. But trust me, check out the highlights. If you have League Pass, just watch the whole game. It was unbelievable. Wiggins, by the way, had an incredible throwdown in that ball game too. Two-footed takeoff and just absolutely crammed it. And so they do us a favor as well. Nice to see those Atlanta Hawks get knocked back down. Keep things a little bit tighter in the East. All right, some other crazy games around the league. First off, they mentioned that the Cavaliers are 6-1. They came up with a nice win against the Pacers. Paul George had 32-11, but Kevin Love with a big game, 22-19. Picked up a four-point W there. Lakers continue to be terrible, 0-5. Losing to the Knicks, who the Raptors are going to be taking on tonight. Knicks at 3-4 and four now. And that's not it. More big numbers from 
Andre Drummond. Dude is putting on some crazy shows lately. 29 points, 27 rebounds. Pistons, by the way, in, their, in this ballgame, outscore the Portland Trailblazers 41-11 to in the fourth quarter. So you think the Raptors got problems? Wow. 41-11. to That's a pretty shocking disparity in just 12 minutes. All right, and that's it for this Raptors Abroad podcast. As I mentioned, the Raptors taking on the New York Knicks. That'll be tonight. So another Raptors Abroad podcast coming at you tomorrow. Thanks for checking this out. This is your boy Sam coming to you from London, UK. And I'm out. And I'm out. And I'm out.